Hello everyone, my name is Jack and you're listening to the Dev90X podcast. Today is day 40 and I guess the big news for today is that Apple has just announced their new product lines, the iPhone 13, the Apple Watch Series 7, the new iPads, new TV shows on Apple um, TV and Fitness Plus where you can watch fitness workout videos. So I, I guess the discussion for me today is on uh, what, what does this new stuff mean for me, someone who is in the process of building an app for the first time and all of this new hardware is about to hit the market. What does that mean for, for my app? Do, do I need to consider the, these new things? Uh, does this change the game for me? And um, I did. I did think about it. I watched. I did watch the Apple event today, and I watched all the new tech, um, all the new features. And to be honest, I wasn't super wowed by much of it. It's just from what I can see, some in- incremental improvements on on pretty much everything. But uh, well, pretty much everything that they announced, but nothing too major. So that's cool. Uh, it was nice that they they are pushing a lot of fitness applications, so that's kind of good for me because I'm in that space. And um, Apple Watch is like the main thing that they want to see more integration with in terms of fitness. So I haven't really thought too much about Apple Watch. It has popped up into my mind that it could be a really good use case for the handstand app, but... Um, yeah. The one nice thing about that though is that with Swift UI now, you can pretty much share the code across all the different screen sizes and all the different devices. Uh, as far as I'm aware, if you write if you write a Swift UI app, it will it should be able to work on the Apple Watch as well. Although I I can I can imagine that it doesn't really make a lot of sense to just port across a bunch of UI, um, but anyway, it's still it's still going to be like Swift UI, so you don't have to learn a different language or a different framework. Um, the way that you know used to be that you, you would have to, yeah, use different frameworks for different platforms. So that is nice. Um, one thing that I did consider is the changing of the cameras on the iPads. Um, I don't really plan for people to be using my app on the iPad as like the primary device. I do plan it on, on it being the iPhone um, actually, but it, it definitely could potentially be used on the iPad and the front facing cameras are now uh, turning into wide angle cameras so that Apple can use its new, uh, what, what do they call it, stage where it follows you around and like automatically pans the camera to keep the right person in focus and it feels like you're in kind of like a tv show stage <laughs> someone's watch someone's filming you um i don't think that this is too much of an issue though because when it comes to angle of view the the computer vision stuff shouldn't really be too affected by that um yeah so that's fine it was cool to see that they featured Swing Vision again. So they're definitely pushing their, their new features with 
the apps that they're highlighting now, which is the you know the sport app. Swing Vision is a tennis AI app that uses computer vision to track your tennis games, and it tracks pretty much everything. It tracks ball trajectory, it tracks ball speed, um, shot speed, you know, angles, heat maps, uh, type of hit like underhand, overhand, etc. Um, so yeah. They're definitely, Apple is stoked to see more apps like this, and that is good news for me because I'm in that space. As for the actual progress that I made today, I, I worked, I had a really good work session. It was an unbroken uh, period of focus that went from like 10 a.m. until about 2. So I got a good four hours in today, and it was a mostly frustrating four hours because I was, again, in the, <laughs> I don't want to say down in the dumps, um, in the swamps. I was in the swamps of trying to understand this app called Action and Vision. Um, Action and Vision displays all of the features and functionality of pretty much every machine learning thing that you can do uh, and computer vision thing that you can do in the vision framework. And it's a very featureful app in that regard. It's also very complex. It's very difficult to understand. So I spent a good amount of time just trying to understand this app and trying to find how I can how I can copy it <laughs> or what parts of it I can copy and put it into my app. I watched uh, the Apple video explanation again of their Action and Vision app, and um, well, I didn't finish all the way through because I was trying to pause the video as I was getting to bits where. I, they were talking about the code and I was like, I don't know, I can't really digest what you're saying if I don't like pause the video and try to read the, read the code first. So I was doing that and I, for that reason I didn't get through the 36 minute long video. But I was getting slightly more out of the video the second time through than I was the first time, which is good. It means I'm learning. So I did a bunch of general research. Um, on things as I went. You know, I have question marks and try to understand them. I watched another explanation video on optionals and how they work and how to declare them and you know how they um, how to force unwrap them and what happens when you have a nil value go in and got a little bit more on that, which is great. Uh, and then to wrap everything off, actually one of my biggest pain points I think has been alleviated, which is that it turns out that Apple does have a template app for action classification apps where the, it's called Guess My Exercise. And I found it through the documentation. So I, when I searched Google and, and searched you know, the WWDC stuff, I found Action and Vision and I thought that was it. I thought that was their their template app to give you an example of what you can do with their vision framework. But it turns out, no, they have another one, which is even more templatey. And it's more, I haven't looked too, too much into it yet, but it seems like a much better starting position for me. And which, which means I now have three different apps that I can use as example projects. And that's a heck of a lot better than two. Um, considering also that there's not a lot of tutorials out there specifically for this yet. So that is my progress update for today. And then Jack's hack, 
being hydrated. Being hydrated is so important. <laughs> and if, if you're not hydrated right now, I want you to get a glass of water and drink it because it's just, you just work better. You, you're, fi- you're physically more capable when you're hydrated and you're mentally more capable when you're hydrated. Your brain works better. Your body works better. Just be more hydrated. My biggest problem with being hydrated is that I've been drinking too much coffee and tea and they are diuretics so they make it difficult for you to hold on to your water and to hold on to your hydration and so i've been cutting back on coffee and tea and i have been increasing my water intake and i'm starting to feel more hydrated and i gotta say it's definitely it's definitely worth it <laughs> it's worth, it's definitely worth being hydrated so that's jack's hack for today just a little reminder that being hydrated is amazing and it feels great and you should definitely do it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Today's day 40. Um, tomorrow I'm going to push forward with my new template and see if I can't plug in my, my ML model and actually get this thing running and getting, getting it tested. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow.